come through the James Milner door, guys, to the football ramble where six of the best has Yergi scratching his head. It's Wednesday, the 18th of November. I'm Kate Mason. I'm Pete the Hitman Donaldson. And I'm Lucian Andaraja. Yes, you bloody well are. Good mm. to see you guys. It's a pleasure. I, I wanted to do a wrestling name and I thought I couldn't think of one in that. <laughs> I'm trying to do time. on every show. Uh, Kate, Kate was kind of uh, quite excited that you had enough room to, to get everything in. But turns out we didn't really have <laughs> enough time to get everything in. I did a little gaff in my intro. I don't know if you guys noticed. You never. No, a gap. Oh, a gap. Because, Vish, I was trying to show off to you, because you once before said that that was the, sh- the sign that you'd really like got there, if you were comfortable enough to leave a gap in Oh, it, yeah, so. no, of course, yeah. It's, you it's didn't even very... bloody notice. I no. that. <laughs> Sorry, I'll listen to the show back, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's quite a confident pause, isn't it? It's like when, you know, it's like Cantona raising his arms mm. after he's called that goal. Yeah, I think so. Or like Ferran Torres pausing before we smack the volley into the back of the, the German Look at this pro. Oh, Where have you come from? <laughs> uh, well, otherwise engaged, but very much present and correct with you guys. Uh, yeah, that was sick, wasn't it? It was the lashed. The way he hit that um, the first goal was so satisfying. <laughs> oh, man. It was so crispy. It was just, it was just like... Watch this. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> See you later. If you were to dream of a way of, of hitting a ball and, mm. and and the satisfaction off your foot yeah. and how it looks going in, that was it, I think. Oh, I've done body shapes like that and I've and a second later the ball has been at my ear. <laughs> I've just whiffed it. Absolutely whiffed it. it was how did the, that happen? <laughs> I've seen loads of people do this. <laughs> how does it bounce so high? It's yeah. not even that bouncy. What a football. Mm. Yeah, that's true, actually. They're not that bouncy. It's, it's, it's one <laughs> of those... That's what they say, isn't it? They're footballs. They're just not that bouncy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that could add to it. It's a bit like... I was going to say something really bad there, and I'm not going to say it, but oh, it's a bit it. like when you film yourself doing something. Okay. Like, what that are you doesn't, that, that doesn't, doesn't look... look like how it normally looks when people film themselves doing yes, that. Yes, exactly, yeah. There's a lot more... To, uh, there's The camera angles are better. Yeah, lighting as well. Yeah. Often a lot Bring better. a selfie stick, Vish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Playing football. Playing football. Kicking a ball into a net at yeah. that speed. The angles. Against Germany. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're filming. That's what I Nothing was filming. Else. No. Nothing my, naughty. My mm. highlight was definitely, um, for the fourth, I think, was uh, Manuel Neuer. I thought it was uh, 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 Ginter doing it, Matthias Ginter doing it first, but then I realised it was actually Neuer just screaming into the ether, AGAIN! <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's, here, here it is. AGAIN! 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 It's happened again! Six nil, six bloody nil. (laughs) I they they sort of just played through them. They 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 were breaking as if it was a counter attack, but like Germany just watched them seep into them. It was a seeping performance. (laughs) It really was. But the last goal was an absolute (sighs) piss taker of a a training ground performance. It really, really was. I was thinking before uh, international international break, you're thinking like, what are the main downsides to this for, for example, Premier League teams? Mm. And the main ones, you're obviously thinking like. As we've seen, lots of people are going to come back with injury, like particularly from the England team, seemingly. Um, obviously, being affected by COVID or like, you know, traveling, coming into contact with more people from different places. Mm. 
it didn't occur to me, particularly for German players like Ilkay Gundogan, that that having been humiliated six nil by Spain would be the sort like personal humiliation at the hands of uh, fellow multiple World Cup winners mm. would be the sort of thing that would be potentially out there to damage you over There's the course no of the next few weeks. There's no vaccine for that. There's, no, There's vaccine. no vaccine for personal embarrassment. I wish there was. I really <laughs> wish there was. Sometimes people do recommend just staying in your house for a couple of weeks. You've got to go to isolation because yeah. you've done something dreadful. I thought Manuel, Manuel Neuer like, <laughs> played all right. Like He kept a couple of absolute guilt and enchantments. You sound like his mother. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was all right. He was all right. <laughs> he's, got that, he's got a real like a funny way about him whenever he concedes a goal he does it in like in such a child like huff but <laughs> again there, there was yeah, but there was one save where um, you know it was squared across I think it was for Torres I think it was the first Torres maybe it was another lash no no it wasn't the lash it was in the, it was in the second oh. half when he kind of like slides he doesn't make a well it would have been Guy wouldn't it he doesn't make a say he just slides across and he's like oh <laughs> what, is, what are you doing why are you doing this to me <laughs> oh man I do not care for the ghostly um, empty stadium white stripes music I just I just, it just adds a horrible element to it yeah so brooding silly. menace of the ghostly white stripes music <laughs> rancid so sinister Mr. Um, Ozil was watching this one sniping pleased to know brilliant isn't he man he's just Got a lot of time on his hands. Yeah. Do you think he? Do you think he schedules the tweets? Perhaps he just yeah, sees maybe. what's happening. Yeah. Well, it, so the tweet I'm referencing is the um, something along the lines of just time to take Jerome Bertang back. Mm. Use the hashtag as well, Esp Espgar, which oh, is bless uh, very, him to make sure it went up to make there. sure it's up there. Yeah, because he probably thinks like no one's listening to him. <laughs> Just shouting into the ether. He's got hundred. He's got tens of thousands of of likes on every single mm. thing he does, and uh, yeah, that idea. Because what was it? Jürgen Löw went to went to Bayern Munich and told these three stalwarts of uh, DFB that they weren't they weren't welcome anymore. Mm. And I didn't realise that that was like well over a year ago now. Right? hasn't hasn't been great no. since then. Although has it been fish? Because if they hadn't been absolutely trash last night they would have actually been unbeaten in 2020 yeah they would have done I, think, I, I think this is a little bit of karma for a certain Tony Cruz who seems to be despite being a brilliant footballer who should who could doesn't necessarily have to but he could rise above it has decided to um, <laughs> stick his oar in in a few different places um, most recently with uh, Aubameyang talking about celebrations and stuff like that. And he's got quite, um, he's got quite a few opinions, let's say. <laughs> a lot of them are Googleable, and I would encourage you to do so, um, about certain players who don't necessarily play the right way for Germany or leave a little bit at home when they play for Germany. Mm. And it was quite nice seeing, on the end of that kind of him, seeing him on the end of that kind of pace thing. Um, but yeah, the, it is. I, I totally you can you can understand the managers, especially the international manager, wanting to move past a certain mm. generation. You could argue that England have been, you know, have, have held on to certain players a bit too long in pursuit of of glory. And um, you know, one of the reasons Germany did so well was because they had young players coming through and they've encouraged them. Oh, they've rewarded them rather by giving them starts early on. And and I suppose you know it's not necessarily a reflection of where that how good those players are. More so that actually, you know, this is how you got into the team. This is how you got the yeah. success with us. We're just doing exactly the same thing here. Um, yeah, they. <laughs> but when you lose six 0 yeah, people are going to come out and take shots at you. Especially given not Oliver Beerhoff, though. <laughs> he says he can keep the job. <laughs> what would it be? So it's fourteen years now he's had the gig for. Mm. Bloody hell! 
you know, it's not as though they've got complete incompetence in their back line, but it just looked like, you know, apart from Matthias Ginter, like not swearing. Was it? Did he swear? Or was it was it actually Neuer. Just... I thought it was Ginter because he oh, was in the okay. net. And oh, maybe right. Neuer was screaming at Ginter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you've got him. Nicholas Sula obviously, you know, wasn't didn't start in the Champions League final for for Bayern Munich, but came on and played almost all of it for oh, one of the best teams in the it, world. It, it was a bit of an aberration, wasn't it? I, I don't think this really truly reflects how, how Germany played, but the management team are getting on a little bit when it comes to uh, international football. And we need to, they probably need to change sooner rather than later. But the fact is they've been talking about this for absolutely mm. ages, so maybe they're never going to go. No. Well, the German management group? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that'd be Quite funny. How old do you think they could be? Do you think they'd get like... <laughs> well, look at what, what he said. Take... I mean, he's... What, what is he? He's 72? Yeah, at least, yeah. Um, but how how long how long could you live off something? And, and like, suppose the World Cup is a big deal, but like, if, if they had a good showing... <laughs> a big deal, guys. Yeah, whatever. Got one. Got <laughs> one in the bag. Didn't need another. Newcastle <laughs> United showy. 5, Manchester United nil. That's, that's how long, Rich. That's how fucking long. <laughs> Albert <laughs> did the double in the fifties. That's what we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I wonder what it's like to support a team living on past glory. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've got to watch out. Montenegro up, Faroe Islands are up, Gibraltar as well. They're coming for you, Germany. They're coming. Oh. You sounded like they're binding together, like one great transformer <laughs> yes. of nations. Yeah, that is tasty. Them. Well, look. I, I mean, it's easy to just think, oh bloody hell Germany what were you up to but Spain were pretty great as well weren't they and I really liked um, hearing Lewis speaking of people shouting uh, at each other enthusiastically and recklessly I really enjoyed in the 66th minute Lewis Enrique just like screaming at his Spain team for not closing <laughs> Germany down on the like rare occasion that Germany had managed to get the ball with a bit of intent they were obviously 4-0 up at that at that point mm. yeah well <laughs> there was um Certainly before this game last night, there were quite a few people actually worried the other way, worried that Spain were going to get a pasting. And I think they surprised themselves, actually. Obviously, the two goals from set pieces helped, but then I th- I they really argue, grew into themselves. I would argue Torres' third was a bit of a set piece because he saw it coming from miles <laughs> yes. out. It was like you knew exactly, he knew he was going to put it in that corner. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you didn't. No, he's going to put it in that corner, <laughs> rather crucially. Was, it, was that your favourite of the three? Torres goals. I like the, the first opening the header. <laughs> oh, okay. Just that. <laughs> it looked worse in replay because it's right under the post in the middle of the in the middle of the net. But I, it looked better uh, the first time he did it. But it was just it, it was just such a commanding performance. It really was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was wicked. And I guess for all those City players, uh, decent time to have a lovely little run out mm. over international break. Why, why not stretch your legs and, and get a few goals? Clopping. Yeah, it has been lacking, hasn't it? Yeah. I've been worried, actually. Are footballers getting their, you know, are they getting their steps in? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're tracking it on their garments or whatever. Yeah. They're like, bloody hell, I need to go for this. Um, someone who's been uh, busying himself, we could say, in the international break is Antonio Conte. He's been he's been talking about his time at Chelsea. He says there's no hard feelings, despite the uh, slightly suspicious way in which it all seemed to abrupt, slightly abruptly fall apart to the end of his managerial regime. Not forgetting that he did win the FA Cup in what would turn out to be you know the very last of his days uh, but he says that it could have been very much better if he'd been allowed to sign the people it's starting to sound quite a familiar Kante kind of style of thought isn't mm. it if you just give me a few more bloody signings I'll be able to I'll be able to run the world well he said he faced the season when he arrived at Chelsea with only 16 players and I said like Dolly Parton better be funding the world's smallest violin that, that defeats the previously smallest violin. Because, good Lord, how many players they got out on lawn? I'll go off. 
Oh, it's difficult with Chelsea. <laughs> it's hard to get the cohesion when they send so many wonderful players back out on loan. Uh, yeah, he says that the two people he wanted to sign and was very, very close to uh, were Romelu Lukaku, of course, who he's quite familiar with these days, and Virgil van Dijk. I mean, managers just say that now. Whoever's flavour of the month, they yeah. try to sign them, especially when they do these interviews where they're talking about. You're saying we don't trust him there? No, not just him, but just any of them. Like, okay. don't trust anything you so read say, about him. Are you him starting kind of on stuff. Conte? Is that what? I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare dream of. I'm try, I was looking there to see if I was going to start on someone, who would it be? And I want Conte, no. Lukaku, no. Van Dyke, no. And then we're about to talk about Diego Costa. I'm definitely not. <laughs> um, so, yes, I wouldn't like to start on any of them. I, I, I think it's a familiar trope, isn't it? That. Bear in mind that actually the scouting at these big clubs aren't necessarily done by the manager. It's done by, he's presented a series, he gives them criteria, they go away with their intense scouting networks and they come to him with people who fit that bill. I'm sure they were on that list. You know, Chelsea had Lukaku by the time, he, you know, and he wanted him back. Van Dijk, everyone knew Van Dijk was a very good defender even back then. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah, they would have been a better team, but well done. I like he would oh, have if, improved it by thirty percent. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, if we if coronavirus wasn't a thing, we wouldn't be living as we are now. So you know, <laughs> that's just the way it works, isn't it? <laughs> if the money hadn't gone north to Turin, I imagine Conte <laughs> wouldn't be where he is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right then. So we we don't we're not thinking about what could have been because he was talking about how you know it was in that moment he was ready to start. Chelsea was going to be the the Manchester United of the era if only he'd had the chance to sign those two players. It just feels like a text message you might send someone like late at night. Oh, you, but you, <laughs> we could have been brilliant, and look what you've done. <laughs> I liked also the way the quotes were very, very much exactly the way that he speaks. So it had obviously been it's a Telegraph interview, wasn't it? They'd mm. obviously been like checked and triple checked yeah. by everybody connected to to Conte. But yeah, he did. I mean, he did seem great in the interview. So you know, did, did the job, didn't it? It bloody well did the job. It is a pity that it didn't happen, says Conte. Romelu is showing with Inter that my idea was right. And also Van Dijk has shown with Liverpool that my idea was right. Have have Liverpool got the right idea with their new uh, training ground, would we say? They've moved out of Melwood. We we said farewell to them. Mm. Robbie Fowler composed that beautiful piece of oratory on the subject uh, last week. And now... They've got a new training ground in Kirkby and there it's three Anfield sized pitches in a goalkeeper area. They've got beach football. Okay. Um, volleyball, tennis, paddle tennis. Apparently, paddle. Clop, apparently clops into it, I think. Well, I was, what, I was, what is paddle tennis? Yeah, I, I, I did a, a, a cursory Google. It's apparently a mutant concoction mixing aspect of table, table tennis, tennis, and squash. Mm. Court's a little bit smaller. The balls uh, aren't as pumped up, apparently. They're, they're a little flatter. Uh, and you must work for um, Credit Suisse or Morgan Stanley if you <laughs> you have to play, work in the city to play it. Oh, I thought it was just a big Spanish thing, to be honest. It's like, oh, was it? Right. It started getting big in Qatar when I was right. <laughs> towards the end of the time there. I don't know if it's It's like that like... Yorba stuff that all the Argentinian uh, players oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Marte. Marte, sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like hot grass, isn't it? Hot grass. I think, I think it basically it's really is. good for you, though, Vish, supposedly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As all, As like, all things that taste terrible. Yeah. 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 Um, um, so is it like rackets then? I th- the rackets are like solid paddles, aren't mm, they? Yeah. With like little kind of like rubber circles on them. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, we don't specifically know why it's really good and important. Well, you, I think you, I think Jurgen Klopp really enjoys it. They play it with the coaches, yeah. don't they? I mean, that's good enough. Yeah, you're not, you're not going to buy. You, but he's got reach, though, hasn't he? He's a rangy. He's a rangy man, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. he's probably going to be quite good at it. 
Amongst all these... He'd beat Shakiri, wouldn't he? Yeah, he would. Yes. Yes. God, he'd wipe the floor with him. Only because that guy can't turn his neck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, amongst other things, there's not just sports fun to be had in this new training ground. There's also a secret scouting stair and a... That's <laughs> <laughs> so creepy. <laughs> James like Milner a, doorway, it's as, like a, uh, it's like as a we tin, mentioned earlier. It's like a Tinder sticks song. We made love on the secret scouting stair. <laughs> <laughs> so, an illicit liaison on the secret so scouting stair. What is this? This is the idea is that you can like ferret someone in if you yeah. want to scout them through this special doorway. It's, it's quite it's quite common actually. Right. They it's just, just don't they normally just call it a secret scouting. Normally they don't tell anyone about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a scouting <laughs> stair now, isn't it? <laughs> it's just the treadsman's entrance, so yeah. to speak. <laughs> Why are they telling everyone about know, their secrets? Yeah. It's a get, bit weird. Get a tunnel from John and an airport. <laughs> Straight in. Lovely. Do, does it feel as though they've got everything they could possibly have in this new Liverpool training ground? I mean, they've also got a time capsule, which has got Jurgen Klopp's glasses in it, apparently, amongst other things. Yeah, um, uh, that, that, have they just built the, a private secondary school? <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. It, the, 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 there's a steel time capsule. There's Klopp's glasses in there, a film on the history of Melwood, and messages from Sir Kenny Daglish and Ian Rush installed as part of commemorating the opening. It will be open in 50 years' time. Okay. I just... That club, I, I think they've been radicalised <laughs> by by a shady imam in the shape of the Forever Friends bear. It, they've just incredibly kind of like cloying, saccharine, Bob Paisley mean bullshit that they just constantly just farm out. It does my nutting. And I've stayed pretty quiet up until now. <laughs> Jeez. There's also a hologram of Robert Kardashian there as well. <laughs> They're putting the mental in sentimental. They really are. Incredible. So you're not into the kind of Blue Peter vibes? It's just this kind of like, just mawkish kind of like idea of a club that they just portion out and just sell to people. It's fucking late capitalism. It's just bollocks. Why do All you hate time bollocks. capsules, Pete? I just hate historians, care. <laughs> Okay. Look forward, guys. <laughs> Stop digging up my past. Move my on. what's in my garden is my business. <laughs> what is it anyway? Uh, <laughs> Skulls. Uh, what else would you have in your training ground, or if they just covered it? Would you I have would a have just uh, it would be a car park, a concrete car park, with broken glass everywhere, and uh, those um, those garage forecourt inflatable men. Few of them. Perfect. Sorted. Sorted. Be good for free kick training, wouldn't it? Because <laughs> if you get one over them, you'd, yeah. you'd score anything. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I like the um, very basic, but you know, like a lot of modern day training grounds have sleeping areas in them, and I quite like the idea of like having a. It sounds very midlife crisisy, mm. but you know, presumably a manager will have his like bedroom. And he would he would set it out in the way that he would want to that he might not necessarily mm. be able to at home. Yeah. <laughs> so he'd have like his own like man den, a and it'd be kind of like kind of pathetic. <laughs> really and he'd tragic. have like a bit of like you know a, some, a sign, yeah, a bit <laughs> that flashes, yeah. yeah, that he couldn't hang up in the bedroom. <laughs> he'd have like a train set. Or something like yes. that. Um, he'd it's have like a really seedy corner. Me. Yeah, a seedy corner where he'd be on the web reading things on Facebook that he shouldn't be reading, that kind of stuff. <laughs> so like living like a like a divorced parent, basically, yeah. <laughs> that actually sounds Project, kind of amazing. Project Carter, a little uh, Black and Decker workbench. It's yeah. never been used. Oh, nice. And all the shelves. I'd mm. have... Um... A scooter. <laughs> I'm, I'm recently uh, driving a scooter. <laughs> Yeah, we <laughs> just as pathetic as it sounds. No, it's good. I used to have a scooter. Let's make a scooter gang. I'd mm. have um, facilities for my women's team. Pete, you've got a game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay, let's not go too far, mate. All right. Uh, yes, it's time uh, for this. <laughs> Dog, dog, dog. Dub, dub, dub. Do you not remember the, the scat man? He used to go, dub, 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 dub. He's dead now. throwing a dog in. Yeah. He's dead now. Um, right, uh, it's time for a little game uh, because we need it. Patricia uh, <laughs> Nandraja is a man who loves his Honda Jazz, the sight of it, the smell of it, the sound of it. But can Vish figure out who is struggling to be heard over the revving of a 1.34 litre IDSI <laughs> engine? <laughs> Is the question. It's basically just a mystery footballer game. <laughs> Vish, who is the mystery footballer? Uh, just when I walked into that first day, I was just starstruck. Starstruck. You know, I walk into Yeri, Robert, and just thought, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> just football's a good way of distraction, of, you know, you know, go back to what you know best. <laughs> Who's is that in? Vish doing that? Yeah, is Vish he is revving, revving it. Over. So you should be able to remember, mate. Yeah. You can't rev an automatic car, can you? Can you not? I don't think so. I drive a scooter, mate. I don't know. His <laughs> <laughs> just goes. <laughs> That's how it sounds. Can you can you rev a hybrid? No, because it goes really silent. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. It goes, mm. Oh well. <laughs> well so, so are you are you you're picking at the very fabric of this game <laughs> instead of actually getting involved in figuring out who the footballer is? Do you want to hear it one more time? You know what? I think I know who the footballer is, but play it one more time. Yeah. yeah okay. Cool. Well, we're gonna we're, we're gonna reveal at the oh, end yeah, of the show. Us. Oh shit! So don't I've tell this us. Before, haven't I? Keep it in your head. Yes. Yeah. My fault. Uh, just when I walked into that first day, I was just starstruck. Starstruck. You know, I walk into Harry, <laughs> Robert, and just thought, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> just football's a good way of distraction. Of you know, you know, go back to what you know best. It sounds for a moment like he's about to be run over, and then, and then, but then he, in the process of being run over, he just gains in confidence and starts <laughs> speaking more eloquently. I quite like it. Enjoyable. Uh, well, we'll be finding out who that mystery footballer is over the top of uh, of vicious revving, <laughs> unrevable uh, machine. <laughs> What I want to know is why that took so much less long than the beautiful email jingle. (laughs) Yeah, my my partner was asking what the hell I was doing up there in those words. (laughs) (laughs) She never has to know. All right, guys, stick around. We're going to a quick break. Hi, I'm Frank Elbeuf. You're listening to the Football Ramble. Ah, Frankie. Mm. These have been switched up, Pete. I'm excited. Have they? How many? Is there an infinite number? God, no. (laughs) (laughs) I think we get more than Frank LaBeouf and Dion Dublin to do a testimonial. I don't think so. Football ramble. Football ramble. It's great how he says it. It's Mm. actually lovely. Yeah, Sven was on SSN uh, News yesterday uh, and I was trying to get Marcus to get excited but he seemed quite now he's now he's talked to him himself mm, he's yeah. quite just like chilled about it he's, he's like, like he's, yeah no I need you know Sven told me he mentioned that I was on <laughs> he was he was going to be on uh, yeah welcome back to the football ramble now it's time for these just even a show at footballramble.com right now so I 
I was just looking to see if Pete mimes along to the jingle and he uh, doesn't. No. I, was, I, was, I was literally going, can you rev a Honda Jazz? <laughs> <laughs> Good for long drives, apparently. Yeah, very it's true. It's a frugal and reasonably powerful hatchback, I'm uh, hearing. I'm a frugal and reasonably priced man. <laughs> so, um, we've got an email from Alex here. After the sad passing of Ray Clements and hearing you talk about him and Peter Shilton on Monday's show, it reminded me of the time my brother met Peter Shilton. It was one of those boring secondary school award ceremonies and my little brother was up for some sort of award. Most improved rugby player or best woodworked table or something. <laughs> they always got in a motivational speaker for the event. Usually it was the same local Z-list celebrity that no one has ever heard of, but climbed a mountain once. But this one year, the school pulled off a massive coup and got ex-England legendary goalkeeper Peter Shilton to give the motivational speech and to hand out the awards. The head teacher looked very pleased with herself. <laughs> He gave some sort of speech, bloody, imagine if he gave a speech now, about following your dreams or whatever. Very forgettable. But the fabulous, calamitous moment happened when he had to give out the awards. All went smoothly, and Safe Hands Peter was giving out the awards like an absolute pro until my brother stepped up to receive his award. He got within an inch of handing it over, and the ex-England international legendary goalkeeper, famously a safe pair of hands, Peter Shilton, dropped the award. Ah, nuts. Um. Falling from his considerable height and breaking the award in two. Everyone was embarrassed. It was never mentioned again all evening, <laughs> and it just went to prove that you've got to keep practising to stay at the top of your game. Was I'm- he wearing his gloves, though? Great That's point. the question. That's a great point. Be good if he was like going to catch it and someone went and like hand <laughs> bat it over Into his head. The wall. I'm disappointed that everyone didn't do that thing like you know when you dropped a plate in the in the uh, lunch hall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but they're probably just being very respectful to Peter Shilton. I get the impression that he would have taken that really badly, Peter Shilton. <laughs> I think I've taken a penalty against Peter Shilton. I think Stop it's Peter it. Shilton. I think I up the BT Tower. I think it's Peter Shilton. I think it was oh, up the BT Tower. Yeah. I I don't know why that was allowed. I don't know. Was it definitely him? It I'm going like... to say it was him. Yeah. But I will have mentioned it on the show five years ago. If someone can remember whether it was Peter or not. Uh, this is going to be very important when I write my memoir. Did you score? <laughs> no. no, saved it. No. Did you put anchor so... it? Again, did you penanker it? <laughs> <laughs> so it must have been Peter Shilton then. If you didn't, it wasn't just like you know Vish or something in some sort of slightly lame Get up. day. It was. It was a. Why it is it lame if I'm in goal? Well, because Where you're not a world class international goalkeeper with hundreds of caps for your country, are you? Mm. Yeah, but I'm, I'm Pete, really... but that's what it needs for Pete to be able to not score against you. Is the point I'm making? Yeah. Due to the quality of his penalty execution. Yeah. Where did you put it? I think I went for the corner. And, and smart and and the thing is <laughs> at a festival once David James took a penalty at me oh he nearly killed me <laughs> oh he hit it so hard guys I, I was feared for I feared for my life how do you constantly find yourself in these penalty, penalty <laughs> <laughs> whenever I meet someone even football adjacent oh, come on I've got me just collapsible uh, net Let's, let's take penners. Is this a way of like, you know, you can learn more about someone in an hour of play than an hour of conversation? <laughs> yes. Is this your, well, I haven't got an hour. I've got penalty shootout time though. Got an iPad or Fortnite on it. Or in a sense with Peter, P- Peter, with Peter, Peter, it's like, you know, a picture paints a thousand words. Mm. So the beauty of his penalty taking probably exactly. you know, tells you exactly what kind of man you're dealing with. I think mine was better. Do you? Yeah. All right, we can discuss it after the show. <laughs> I'll get Charlie to cut yours out. <laughs> um, so, well, perhaps you might want to start teaming up with old Ben Foster then, Peter. Have you seen his... He's got a YouTube channel. He's going the cycling, great guns. The Cycling GK. The Cycling GK. You ha- you know all about it. Yeah. Mm. Um, I was... I was 
tiny bit cynical about this to start with when I clicked on it and realised it was seven, seven and a half minutes of, of a GoPro low in his goal during the win, the one nil win against Luton. Mm. But actually, it's mesmerising. Mm. It's like a, a, a B-Jam Zidane documentary, isn't it? <laughs> just the camera's just constantly trained on the goalkeeper. <laughs> yeah, or like that thing where the, in Scotland where the, the ball wasn't... It was the, the, the oh, it was following the ball man's head. head. And then a bird. It's kind of like, uh, yeah. yeah, it's like you're looking at the wrong thing, but it's kind of amazing. He's, he's um, you know, I don't know, you get to hear all the... I'm now I'm trying to describe it. It sounds absolutely shit, but <laughs> it is good. Look up the cycling GK, and then most of the time he just runs around his training ground at Watford with the with his go with his GoPro on a selfie stick, just like saying hi to kit men and like congratulating people on their on their wins. He's oh, that's quite sweet for a thirty. Is he thirty eight? Yeah, seven. Yeah, he's he's really quite sweet. He like, and also he's so natural well. on selfie stick, especially yeah. for a thirty seven year old man. You'd have thought, I don't know. Yeah, look, look, he's instead of going down the kind of traditional media route and, and forcing him, himself on broadcasters, he's been his own telly, isn't he? Aww. I'm enjoying it. I like him. I, I'm surprised it hasn't happened before, but obviously he's in a bit of a legal wrangle with uh, with the league about his uh, his own footage, effectively. Because a lot of a lot of um, like influencers and like um, actors, they they think that because the picture is of them, they own the picture, and it's just not true. And the amount of times like influencers have put pictures of themselves on a red carpet. Um, on Twitter, and then the, the Getty Image uh, uh, photographer will go, uh, can I have 50 quid, please? <laughs> and they go, no, it's a picture of me. And they go, don't care. <laughs> Give yeah. me 50 quid. Um, but in this case, uh, Ben Foster, yeah, I guess he could have been in a bit of shit, really, because you're not allowed to film anything that's no. in a football ground that has... And, and always, broadcasters will you know take it down, even if it's you've got a few followers on, on Instagram and you're sort of posting stuff with the yeah. game behind you. So it's quite a cool angle and mm. seeing something quite unusual with that. But basically, as I understand it, he's going to pay money to the Charity Mind, which is a partnership with the EFL uh, that represents oh, like nice. rev- revenue that they would have got yeah. from this instead. So Yeah, it's it, um, <clears throat> they, they were saying that they, it, it's the, they made best use of this particular situation, but it's not... They're kind of hoping it's not set a precedent, aren't they? Yeah. This isn't like, oh no, everyone can do it. Although it is interesting that you know a lot of the problems that a lot of, that players have, especially when they retire, because I know there's this idea that footballers retire and they'll, they've got a, you know a beautiful, nice golden nest egg to go back to. But a lot of the issues when they try and put together reels for various different things or to use their image on websites is this thing you were mentioning earlier about not actually owning their own copyright. And it's interesting; it's more of an American thing, but there are loads of promising basketball players and even soccer players in the US who are vloggers. Um, so mm. there's there's a guy I used to watch. He was um, he kind of went to university and then was like bumbling around for like a Division One side um, to get into the MLS, essentially. And he basically charted every day in his journey and he got a oh, huge yes. following for yeah, it. And yeah, as a result, he got, you know, he would gain sponsorship, but also just people would know who he was and he, uh, you know, it would be quite easy to scout him. And there was, so just only a couple of months ago, actually, a young goalkeeper DM'd me over Twitter and said, do you mind retweeting this video I put together of, of myself? And it's kind of really scratchy quality, but he was, I immediately thought, you know, thought of him when I read this, because I thought, actually, this is quite a good way. We've got a younger generation of people who, for example, are on Twitch and, yeah. know how to use these kind of facilities and are, you know, quite open and, you know, do a lot of vlogging anyway. I wonder if this is a way to just take that on themselves because not everyone 
has a uh, an agent that they can get hold of. Yeah, hi guys. Um, uh, in the football room of studio at the moment, uh, <laughs> Fish is just going on about something, something about Twitch or something. Uh, yeah, um, uh, hit you on the flip side. Uh, like and subscribe. Uh, just click on that button down there. And uh, yeah, I'll see you soon. Bye. It is quite hard to have a conversation with Pete these days. <laughs> this is the point, though, where someone in the comments says, oh, it's not Kate Mason from that from that weird forum and then we all get cancelled because yeah, we're associated point. with you because mm, they yeah, find out something that you've written views. 10 years ago yeah. <laughs> I would like to make I would like to put out a statement that has been agreed with my lawyer that I have never been involved in any forum activity <laughs> and any likeness perceived likeness to Kate Mason is strictly coincidental no you always wear a lot of long sleeves don't you like you're covering up some kind of <laughs> were you on that woodcutting show <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going down the route. Have you seen the vow? On oh my goodness, uh. it's a cult. Oh, right. yeah. What's so people are trying to improve themselves, and then one day they accidentally end up in this this cult. Is that like um, Nexium? Is it Nexium? Nexium, Nexium, Nexium exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and they, then they, they like they, cut they their initials away onto quite recently. The, yeah. Yeah, very I really. I'll oh, spoil the end extreme. of it, mate. I'm only on episode six. What of the news? <laughs> <laughs> Um, on the note about I'm, your... just, I'm just waiting up to catch up so, all to, all to, so I can binge on it. We've been enjoying September the 10th, 2001. <laughs> Great episode. What the fuck? <laughs> what a cliffhanger. Um, on the subject of your Twitch following, um, on, and in the context of this Ben Foster thing, um, the article I was reading on The, on the Athletic by um, Quality Journalist Shout out to Adam Leventhal. He was saying that you can, um, you get about four quids for every 1,000 video views that you get on YouTube. Does mm. that sound good? Um, well, the, the CPMs for different media <laughs> vary. If you want a little, little 101 on advertising uh, <laughs> revenue kit. It <laughs> just doesn't. Just seems like a lot of work. Yeah, the de- <laughs> the dealers are always going to win, right? Uh, but set up your own tech company. That's what I would take care. Would you? Y- yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your advice? Okay, great. Well, Who's more likely to secure funds from a head man- hedge manager, <laughs> me or you, Kit? Probably you, to be honest. Well, actually, interesting. You should say that because, of course, famously, uh, women-led companies like. 100% less likely to get oh, well, damn it. So you, you, you women. If you want to be a front, then let's go. Yeah, okay. All right. Fish, do you want to join our So, like, so like, like, back in the day, like, so Pete would be your pen name, basically. Mm. Oh, company, nice idea. Yeah, yeah. Right. So he's like, he's George Elliott. Yeah. Effectively. Yeah. Imagine me being the face of your company. Shall we move on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What's happening tonight, friends? Uh, not something we're going to particularly talk about, but it is England against Iceland mm. and Northern Ireland versus Romania. More that skill gifts. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. More skill gifts, England. Come on. Yes. This is the currency of 2020. Um, skill gifts. Skill gifts. Mm. The nice thing that's happening. Oh, sorry, I kicked you. Um, the nice thing that's happening uh, at the Northern Ireland game is that there's going to be just over a thousand fans in uh, Windsor Park. Um, which I think is to do with this special crystal maze style pods that mm. you get. You you get this the special spray sprayed in your face to make you immune to COVID. And then you've got to pick up the gold uh, envelope Token, instead of the silver yes. ones because the sil- they take away the silver mm. ones from the gold. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, then, you're not allowed in. Right. Yeah. It's automatic lock in as well. I think. Yeah. Half time. Yeah. That sounds. Fu- oh man, that sounds fun, doesn't yeah. it? Like going to a place with a thousand people. Mm. I mean, even if even. If you're forced to watch Northern Ireland lose one nil, probably to Romania, two nil. What do we reckon? They're not going to do well. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, Clark, still but, looking for a first ever win in the competition. With but you, team. you would like I would go and see my team lose just to go I'd, and see I'd them again. I'd go and watch them football. Oh, <laughs> oh man, sorry, I'm not. Yeah, I know it sounds like I was dissing them. I was saying, even though it would be a drab scoreline, I still think that'd be blood, a bloody laugh. Yeah. Well, what would you? What would be the thing? That, the worst thing you'd be happy to see given the current situation in a, a crowd? In a crowd? Oh, yeah. Because it was specific it, to football, full, yeah. or is it fighting bears? Oh, Two bears having a scrap. Well, just just because, like, morally, Cause, cause like, it's oh, morally, it's repugnant, but it's, it's something live. Yeah, I want to watch something live. No, yeah. I wouldn't watch fighting. Would you right. really watch fighting bears? Fighting to the death? No, just until one of them is thoroughly cheesed off. One of them, you could tap out if one yeah. bear got <laughs> <laughs> a really bad bear hug. They just tap out. The referee goes like, spit up, right? Leave it. You, you won. Round two. I'm calling Get this. in the middle of raise. It'd be quite nice no. to see a human raise a bear's hand and let the bear be happy about it. <laughs> I would like to go to a stadium where um, there are two ice cream vans on opposing ends and they just drive into each other. Yes. You would like that. Would be loaded. Oh, the ice cream machine loaded with kerosene. Just go. Yeah, that does sound quite cool. Yeah. Yeah. Or jousting. jousting. Bears, bears in an ice cream van jousting. Yeah. Can we get these animals out of this dangerous... They want to do it. They, 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 do would, it. they wouldn't do it if they weren't happy. Yeah. In the golf, there's this thing called camel jumping, where you jump over camels. <laughs> well, I mean, if I was going to choose one point of the camel to jump, I wouldn't be choosing the humps. No, so you, I think you run down a ramp and the right. camel, I think the aim is that you've got camels lined up. So oh, they're, so they're like horizontal on a motorbike. to you, effectively. Yes, but just jumping on your feet. Right. So what? you're just trying to get as far as you can over these camels. I guess the What's downside the is you could two two camels, three camels. It might be like seven or eight. No, seven or eight camels. No, it's not seven or eight camels. Shush your damn mouth. <laughs> you two, you two foot. Yemen. The this is where camel. it's famous. The Yemen. Right. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, but I don't know about seven or eight. It does you know, sound you, impossible, doesn't it? Your time in the Middle East. Do you think you could do like a Netflix style Emily and Parry <laughs> show? <laughs> Mason in the desert. <laughs> Look, I, I anyway. I actually think that's something I'd want to go and watch. Yeah, I do, even I'd if watch, I haven't yeah, been locked up for however long. That's the next thing I want to Google. I don't, but I'm not into this whole like animal cruelty route. That this... again, it's not cruel. We're making heroes out of them. Yeah, <laughs> we're making heroes out of them. Uh, yeah, right then. Um, a Bosnia Herzegovina also playing Italy. Uh, what's this about Mario Balotelli? Then he seems to want to go and play for Barnsley. Uh, I think I think he's made it very clear that he doesn't want to come play for Barnsley, but he is a free agent, and Barnsley have inquired. I thought he was. Oh, I, oh right. <laughs> well, I think that's the case. Anyway, Barnsley, Barnsley seemed I interested. I thought he was well into it. Met his representatives, decided against it, presumably due to financial problems. I don't know. So it's already not a story. Yeah, I think. it's not going to happen. But if I was any football team, I, I maybe I'm just sick in the head but I just think Balotelli whatever state he's yeah. in you take him because he's just an excellent footballer yeah he is so they're 16th in the championship you're not mm. telling me that that's not Balotelli gonna <laughs> like yeah he's only no. 30 come on Vic he's only 30 oh that's quite it's sad tragic, isn't it yeah awful awful business wait <laughs> It's easy to say, like, oh, he should probably go to the MLS or something like that. Not not somewhere that you see as, like, a retirement ground, but, you know, somewhere where his profile will be satiated and also play a decent level of football. Mm. That, the championship does seem a lot of hard graft. I think that's part mm. of its sell, isn't it? That's why it's so entertaining, because it is, you know, it's a scrap. It's a high-quality scrap, but it is still a scrap, and it's quite a, you know, relentless schedule. And maybe that's something that he's put off by, as well as the not getting shit out of money. Oh, uh, OK. You think it's that? Maybe. But you're backing him. I back him wherever to do he goes. A job. Yeah. yeah. 
The ice cream jousting with bears, I'll back him in that. This camel jumping thing. Yeah, yeah, he'd be good at that, actually. Do you think? Explosive legs, yeah. springy. Yeah, mm. all right. Well, maybe he's missing a trick there. All right, guys, quickly before we go, before we get into our little Honda jazzes to zoom off into the distance, let's find out who the answer is to Pete's mystery jazz man. I'm the jazz man! Vish, who do you reckon? I'm just starstruck. I'm starstruck. You know, I walk into Harry, Robert, and then just thought, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> just... It's Thea Walker. I'm 100% sure it's Thea Walker. It's not my jazz, but it is Thea Walker. Uh, that dressing room I walked into that first day, I was just starstruck. Starstruck. You know, I walk into Harry, Robert, and just thought... What am I doing? Like? Is it Thea Walker? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy for your success, Fish. I know you're lying. But I'm I don't so care. happy that you care. won the game. If you had as much fun as we did today, bringing you the show, we'd really love it if you would leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We're going for the big five. Please do that that would be so much appreciated everyone who makes the show would just it would make their day if you would do that for us and it's the best way of helping people find the show and showing the ramble love so please do it fish has already done it say goodbye fish goodbye say goodbye pete (laughs) see you next time this was a stakhanov production and part of the acast creative network 